Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello Aquarius, welcome to Scorpio season. You might know that Scorpio is an important sibling sign of yours. Aquarius and Scorpio are both what are called fixed signs. Uh, They hold places on the astrological or zodiacal wheel that represent an accumulation of power in their elemental group. Uh, Aquarius is accumulated air power. Air power is thought power, intelligence power, informational power. Uh, Scorpio is a representative of cumulative water power. Uh, Water in the astrological symbolic language relates with emotion. And so the power of feeling, the power of psychology, and I would say the power in many ways of the inner body, um, the urges and instincts and drives that compel us. So Aquarius and Scorpio move in different directions. Uh, Aquarius as an air sign moves up and out into the realms of information and thought and exchange. And Scorpio as a water sign moves down and in, into the personal. Um, But the deep personal and certainly the psyche and psychology uh, is not separated or isolated by any means. And so this is very much a relational sign, um, but a a different kind of relationship than Aquarius represents. Aquarius is concerned with many relationships. Your sign resonates with systems and groups of people and how uh, larger pictures work together. And Scorpio uh, is quite concerned with um, the, the psychology of relationships. And certainly that can come through in systems and big groups of people. Absolutely it can. Um, but inside of those big groups of people, we have individuals feeling kinds of ways. So this is an interesting moment for Aquarians. And in your... Um, charts, there is so much uh, anticipation of change. And it feels really palpable that um, the change is happening and you're in it, but also you don't yet know what it is or what it's going to bring. I think Aquarius, almost more than any other sign, 
uh, right now is really, I'm going to say, in the dark in a kind of way. And in the dark, we have to employ all kinds of different senses and faculties. Um, at night, we have to rely upon our proprioception and uh, psychic sense, right, and intuition and uh, hearing. Um, whereas in the day, uh, for sighted folks at least, um, things are more straightforward in some ways. It's like you can see what you're working with. So cultivating uh, nighttime awareness is important for Aquarius right now. And what I mean by that is you are needing to get comfortable in a very uh, deep way with not being able to know or see what's going to happen. And for a long time now, it's been more than several years, um, I think you've been feeling the deep and very profound instability in the world and feeling affected by it. Um, it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, if, if you're alive listening to this or reading this, then you've been alive at a time of profound instability. Um, I think life on earth is always unstable for human beings. There is in, inherently going to be trauma, just being alive on earth. It is traumatizing. Uh, it's a dangerous place to be. The uh, gravitational forces are real. Our bodies are soft. They are vulnerable. And then add on other people on top of what's already here in terms of uh, poisonous plants and dangerous landscapes and hungry animals and, you know, our own um, ignorance and fallibility. You add on uh, what happens between people and groups of people and, you know, well, we're living through one version of what could happen and it's nightmarish. Um, people are unnecessarily and tragically brutal with one another and systems have been built around brutality. Um, this is not an age that we're living in that is supportive of the true potential of the human creative spirit. This is an age that is supportive of brutality and our consciousnesses or the great human consciousness, I don't know how you want to think about it, um, are certainly learning about what brutality uh, breeds and I think many of us are uh, needing to learn in this moment how we can transform inside of uh, very brutal realities and systems, how we can transform what we have internalized um, when it comes to brutality. And so there's a need to do a lot of inner work right now for those of us who want to see change in the external. And this is definitely important for you right now, Aquarius, because as we move into Scorpio season, there is an enormous emphasis in your chart on what is happening out there in the world and particularly how you want to be out there in the world or what, what you are feeling compelled and motivated to do and be. And for some of you, this is a time that is um, really provocative and really motivating. Um, there is a, a huge charge coming up through your body and maybe 
particularly because of this sense of instability and unknown, uh, a feeling that you want to take action, and maybe uh, ideas that you um, you have something to give right now, that you have skills that you've cultivated, there's something of value in your perspective. Um, and others of you might be feeling uh, kind of the opposite of that. There might be a feeling that what's happening in the world is wildly unstable, and you don't know how you're going to survive in this. You're not really sure what you're supposed to do, but there might be an instinct to mobilize in your life in a way that is about um, protecting what you have and really trying to consolidate what you have and put uh, containers and boundaries around it um, to try and ensure some kind of sense of safety or survival for yourself. And it could be anywhere in between those things, right? But there's something that's happening as we move into Scorpio season for Aquarians that is really activating the feeling of needing to do something. And in what is being activated, I'm going to say there are all kinds of ideas coming up about who you are and who you want to be in the world and what this means for you as a person in the world. And, um, I think a lot of you are feeling a kind of warrior energy come in and warriors can fight for what they believe in and they can also fight to protect what they have and warriors can fight for lots of reasons but there is certainly a warrior energy that is moving through Aquarius bodies right now in into the world. Um, Scorpio holds a place in the Aquarius chart that is very public and very visible and is the place where you move out into the world uh, particularly in the ways that you might feel your vocation or your life calling and your life work, and also in the ways that you are an elder and an adult or a person who is involved in uh, both carrying on and creating some form of lineage. And so Scorpio season is really emphasizing who are you in the world and what are you doing but it's also emphasizing this kind of activation um, that is an important activation. And I'm going to say uh, revealing to you some drives and desires and again motivations that will be important in defining at least the next two years or so of your life. Um, so I'm going to talk more about that in a little while. So when we come up uh, into Scorpio season, we are moving towards a full moon and lunar eclipse in Taurus. We are in an eclipse window as Scorpio season begins. There was an eclipse on October 14th, um, and now there's an eclipse on October 28th. And this eclipse is the last in a series of eclipses that began in November of 2021. And this series of eclipses has been really changing the landscape for you in the realms of your life that have to do uh, very much with who are you in the world and what are you putting out there and what are you giving, but also who are you when you're not out there in the world? Um, your home life, private life, personal life, and the life that you get to have and live when nobody's watching you is an important other side of the coin to who you are out there in the world. Um, lots of people are out there in the world projecting all kinds of power, performing all kinds of ways, 
and then uh, they're really, really different people at home. Um, but how we are at home affects how we are out there in the world and how we are out there in the world affects how we can be at home. And over the last two years, my sense is, is that your chart has been asking you to let go of ideas about who you're going to be out there in the world so that you can actually, um, I'm going to say like be more at home in yourself and you have been shaken a little bit, I think, recently in the last couple of years. There has been um, there has been a real need for you to understand what your core stability is about, uh, to work with your foundations, um, to clarify and liberate yourself when it comes to family patterns or orientations around home and domesticity or foundation and belonging that feel like they were stagnant or that they weren't allowing your growth. Um, and I think that also what has been happening in the world in general, and I would include all the wars, I would include what's happening because of human created conditions on the climate and environment. Um, I would include all kinds of financial and resource instability and supply chain shortages and the kind of social upheaval that is um, braided in with uh, social oppression and environmental consequences. The collective consciousness that has been expressing, um, certainly since I'm going to say uh, the 2000s, like early 2000s, um, has been really affecting everybody. And in your chart, it feels like what's happening out in the world is creating a need for you to understand who you are here. What is your place here in this um, chaotic, creative experiment of humanity? What do you have to bring who are you? What are you trying to do? What's actually your role? Um, where are you going to be most effective? And deeply underneath all the doing is where do you belong? And how do you really feel your own sense of belonging? Um, because that then allows you to give what you have to give and to um, really, I would say, cultivate the aspects of your life that your soul and spirit feel compelled towards. On October 28th, the full moon and lunar eclipse is finishing the cycle of eclipses that started in November of 2021 and revealing something to you, or there's a kind of revelation that's happening uh, over, I would say, the last two years and ongoing through next spring because of astrology is full of cycles, right? Um, it's part of why I don't try and talk so much about astrology in these readings is because there's a million moving pieces. But Anyway, there's these eclipses, then there's this other thing that's happening next April in the same part of your chart, and this eclipse is feeding into it. So without being too didactic, I'm going to say that this eclipse is revealing something to you about, um, I think, either an inherent instability that 
really needs you to get comfortable with it in order to make some changes. Um, you you want to innovate, you want to update, uh, or there's a kind of um, shaking up in your psyche, heart, mind, body right now because of what feels so unstable. And over the next six months or so, um, this is increasing in its vibratory qualities. Now, my hope for you is that what is happening is that you are being filled with a sense of purpose. And the purpose right now can totally be a question, but it it does really have that resonance to me of there's some kind of plan that's brewing for you and a feeling of needing to mobilize or already mobilizing and thinking that things or feeling that things are coming together in certain ways um, quite remarkably through through chaotic elements that you can't control, but in the ways that you respond to them, uh, something is opening up for you about what you need to do and how you need to move in that direction. Embodied astrology has so much going on and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. All right. So when it comes to mobilizing and using your power and moving out into the world and doing something, um, I'm going to say that there are some cautions, really some important things to be mindful of. And the first is hastiness or misplaced urgency. Um, certain elements in our world are very urgent. It is an urgent need for humanity to uh, turn away from war and consumption of fossil fuels and towards solutions and process that's necessary to uh, locate solutions 
um, for our environmental wellness, which of course includes human wellness and animal wellness and plant wellness. I would say that that's urgent. Um, however, uh, those who hold the reins of power do not respond to that urgency. And there's a misplaced urgency, particularly around power. Um, and this happens frequently, and I think it happens uh, for most people. Um, and it really happens for people who are in positions of power, that when power is threatened, that all of a sudden there's a lot of urgency to maintain power. And uh, when power is threatened, all of a sudden there's a lot of urgency to uh, figure out what this, the strategy is and the solution so that the power structure doesn't shift. Um, we are all capable of this kind of misplaced urgency. It's a, it's a displacement of priorities. And survival concerns which include financial concerns and resource concerns, and it includes relationship concerns. Um, oh my God, I'm going to lose somebody, or are the context of our relationship is changing or something like that. And it definitely includes ego concerns, right? Like, am I, you know, relevant or not? Are people listening to me? Am I getting the attention I need? S stuff like that. Um, and so as... Uh, as as it feels like Aquarius is being kind of charged with this energy, I really want to caution you about hastiness and misplaced urgency. And it is essential for you right now to be tuning in with your body mind, your body heart mind, and really trying to locate the source of your drive. Because if you're being driven right now by fear and possessiveness, your actions will probably be harmful. Uh, you probably won't be making decisions that uh, are good for you or for your loved ones in the long term. If you're being driven by uh, fear or ego concerns. Um, now, if you're being driven by... Um, let's say a desire to help, um, what's underneath that desire, that desire to help? Is there any kind of notion that you would have the answer, that you could save other people, like lots of them, right? That's something to look at. There, we live in a world that has been uh, very severely, and I would say negatively shaped by savior complexes, people thinking that they have the answers for other people. Um, now there's nothing wrong with trying to survive and there's nothing wrong at all with wanting to help other people, but there is a need for everybody. And I would definitely say for Aquarians right now to do some deep work with your own ego and self-concept and really investigate, um, mentally and cognitively, but also very deeply emotionally and somatically, like in your body and in your spirit and soul, where can you locate the roots of your drive and what is driving you? And right now you want to clarify what's driving you so that you can act with integrity and efficacy and you can act in ways that actually utilize your skills, capacities, and resources most effectively. 
um, and that you can act in ways that feel aligned and integrous for your spirit because you um, don't want to make mistakes right now. This is actually a high stakes moment uh, in general, in the collective very much, and in all of us, uh, our charts and personal lives. And because of what's happening for you specifically, for Aquarius specifically, this is a high stakes moment. And so we really want you to be present in your body and uh, practicing regulating yourself and regulating your nervous system and your energy and practicing self-reflexivity so that you are aware of what's moving through you because there's a lot of charge in the atmosphere right now and people are anxious and tense and fearful and when folks are not being self-reflexive then anxiety and tension and fear looks for a place to go and people blow their charge on each other all the time and cause unnecessary conflict and harm and that is not what you want to do is not what you want to do right now so i'm going to say slow down and move with caution as we move into scorpio season but slowing down does not mean stop keep going but move with care October 28th on the full moon lunar eclipse, Embodied Astrology is hosting our beloved facilitator, one of them, Sherry Taylor, for the third session of her four-part series on Saturn in Pisces. Um, Saturn is your traditional ruling planet, by the way. Saturn and Aquarius are very linked in their energies. So whatever Saturn is doing, you definitely want to pay attention and currently Saturn is moving through a place in your chart that has a lot to do with what you have, your capacities, your resources, your possessions, your skills, etc. And um, this is certainly a transit, you, I would say learn about it, it would be helpful. Uh, but the theme for Sherry's workshop on the 28th is eulogy work. And Sherry is a death doula. She's also a clinical psychologist. She is a scholar of myth and symbolism, and she is a fantastic astrologer and a really lovely human being. So we're going to be in good hands for this journey with Sherry into the depths of death. And death energy is everywhere. There is literal death energy everywhere all the time. Life requires death to live. And then there's all this unnecessary death and suffering that human beings um, just seem to be obsessed with. And uh, then there is death just as a force that moves through our lives all the time that doesn't necessarily result in literal death, but figurative death, spiritual death, metaphoric death, losses, endings, etc. Um, so this is going to be a journey with Sherry that invites us to get intimate with grieving and mourning and also to allow the work of eulogy to really be a rite of passage and transformation. And this is a sacrifice work and to sacrifice makes something sacred. And my feeling is that you want to be working very intimately with death in Scorpio season because you want to know where your drives are coming from. And fear of death, uh, when you when when you study um, like some of the esoteric uh, kind of roots of Vedanta or, or the yogic system, um, fear of death is is one of the root causes of suffering. 
right? There's basic ignorance. Uh, we think that we're real. We think that we're separate. Basic ignorance, like things are permanent. Uh, so we end up objectifying things and not treating ourselves and others with the care that temporary manifestations of divinity deserve. Um, and then there's fear of death. Oh my God, this is going to end. And that is a root cause of suffering. Fear of death is at the root of all insecurities. And again, it doesn't have to be literal death, fear of ending, fear of loss. So when I'm saying investigate your drives, I'm really asking you to look for the fear of death, to look for the fear of irrelevance, to look for the fear of loss, to look for the fear of suffering. And if that is what is at the root of your drive, you want to work with it because death is inevitable. And if we are operating from a fear of death, then we are not operating from a love for life. And you want to operate from a love for life right now. You want to operate from generosity. You want to operate from a place that really sees and serves and feels connected with vitality and life force as it moves through you and as it moves through all that you are related with. And that's what you want to serve. And if you're moving from a fear of death, then you're still focused on death. So you're going to bring more death, more harm, more impact that's probably negative. Come to Sherry's workshop. <laughs> She'll help you out. And the week after, on November 4th, uh, she's going to have a follow-up, the fourth session in this series that is about what happens after. What happens after in a place of emptiness, in creative chaos, when we have let go and released of what we have been attached to, of our possessions, of our loved ones, of our lives? What happens in the space of uh, a kind of chaotic not holding something. These two workshops I think would be very, very supportive for you right now. Also at the end of no uh, Scorpio season on November 18th and 19th, I'll be offering a two-day workshop that weekend um, from 9 to 12 Pacific each day where we're going to be working with Mars. And part of why I've been talking about your drive and like get clear about your desire is because you have Mars transiting your 10th house right now. And the 10th house is the place where you are moving out into the world, affecting things and putting yourself out there. And Mars and the sun are coming together for a once every two year conjunction, every 26 months or so, um, they form their conjunctions and it doesn't always happen in Scorpio. So this is a important cycle for you to be tracking. It's hitting a part of your chart that is pretty significant and it's starting a 26 month cycle of action in the world for you. And Mars, the sun series are all coming together in Scorpio and they are holding an aspect with Neptune that for me really feels like people are going to be motivated, uh, end of Scorpio season, November 17, 18, 19, 20, really from the new moon on November 13th till the 20th. There's a lot of motivation for action. People are compelled and one might say triggered or provoked. Um, there are really deep pushes for action at this time and uh, they feel highly emotional 
they feel deeply weighted by collective psychology and by what has been unprocessed in the collective psyche, but they also feel full of potential for transformation because I think a lot of people are actually quite interested in working with the collective psyche right now. And that might be a big distinction and difference between um, the present moment and let's say uh, the 1940s um, is that so many people in the world are interested in psychology and spiritual psychology and there is has been a proliferation of consciousness with um, methods like astrology or quantum physics or uh, a kind of integration of Eastern and indigenous principles into more uh, Western frameworks and scientific languages. And so there are more and more people, I think, understanding the need to transform at the root rather than prescribe uh, kind of symptomatic um, uh, cessation or, or band-aids to the solution or some, to the problems or something like that. Okay, that was a ramble. So come to Sherry's workshops, come to my workshop. Um, I, I think you'll find a lot of support in all of Embodied Astrology's offerings over this season. You can always get the recordings if you can't attend live. And whether or not you come to these workshops, listen to the themes that I talked about with them and go read the descriptions and then create your own workshops or your own ceremonies for yourself and work with this content. The first, the actually the, the rest of Scorpio season, so as we get into November, uh, from the beginning of November all the way until the end of Scorpio season, November 22nd, um, there is so much moving. And in your chart, there's a lot that's moving between what is driving you in your psyche and psychology and how you're moving out into the world. And again, you want to be moving from a place that is clearly anchored in love and devotion and your connection to source so that you can resource yourself and others effectively. Um, you want to be very cautious and discerning about the drives of fear and uh, possessiveness and uh, constructs of your ego and, and self-importance. Um, this is a time to meditate on your offering. Uh, the new moon on November 13th is a very powerful new moon. It is uh, inviting you into a new idea of who you are in the world and what you want to be giving here. It is really inviting you to step into a different kind of power and power potential. And it is asking you to use your power well. Okay, I hope any or all of that is helpful. I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 year ahead readings. 
Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023 specific for your sun rising and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead.